Welcome to the PSD cast of Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in today's episode, we're wrapping up CES 2018, and in particular, we're discussing an exciting new collaboration that could have major implications for wireless power. At last week's Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, On Semiconductor announced a strategic partnership with Convenient Power Systems. And under the terms of that agreement, Convenient Power would design, develop, and market in-vehicle wireless charging solutions using OnSemi's NCV6500 power management controller. Here to talk about this agreement is uh, OnSemi's Majid Coffey, and we're thrilled to get started. So Majid, welcome to the show. And uh, speaking of shows, how was CES for OnSemiConductor? Hi, Jason. Thanks for the opportunity. Yes, it was an exciting CES for us on semi showcased a number of award-winning products in the image sensing area. We also demonstrated our first 15-watt standard agnostic receiver with integrated ARM Cortex-M0 MCU, 128 kilobits flash, and 8 kilobits of RAM. This new receiver, NCP6401 and follow-ons, is one of our first system solutions supporting magnetic inductions and magnetic resonance charging protocols. Uh, NCP6400 can support frequencies from 50 kHz to 7 MHz, and the high-density flash will enable the OEMs to make changes over the air with larger firmware updates uh, capabilities. In addition, uh, we announced a collaboration, like you mentioned, between Convenient Power and OnSemi to be the only company that can actually provide a turnkey solution at the system level to the automotive customers. Today, hmm. many, many automotive customers have to get the ASICs from their silicon vendor, but have to take care of the system solutions, such as uh, the firmware, uh, foreign object detections, and magnetic designs themselves. Uh, this approach will use more engineering resources from the automotive customers that typically don't have the system solution knowledge required. The combination of convenient power and on-semi can significantly reduce this effort for automotive customers and allows them to optimize the system solutions with the highest efficiency, robustness, and safety that automotive customers are looking for. We have released mm -hmm. our first 15-watt uh, transmitter solution that is Qi certified and qualified for automotive ECQ100 grade three. And last year, we introduced our F4WP, which is magnetic resonance-based uh, receivers, SCY1751, and the transmitter that pairs with that receiver also supporting F4WP, SCY69-2 solutions that was designed and introduced around airfield alliance protocols. These solutions are capable of charging multi-devices and also supporting higher wide distance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our, our readers and our uh, listeners are probably sick of hearing me uh, say this, but I, I've been predicting that wireless power would really blossom in 2018. And at CES, we saw a big announcement from PowerCast related to RF-based wireless charging. And I, I really think that technology will probably coexist with the variation promoted by on semi for a while, just totally different applications. So with that being said, and, and if we could take a look at the bigger, bigger picture for a second, could you briefly summarize the state of wireless power? Yeah, I, I agree with you that 2018, I believe, will be an inflection point for wireless charging, especially with iPhone 8 and 10 announcements in September of last year. Um, that will be a major catalyst uh, for proliferation of wireless charging across many markets and applications. Uh, 
As you know, Apple has integrated wireless charging based on Qi standards into their phones. This decision has significantly changed the market landscape in favor of Qi, and I believe we will see many products to be launched in 2018 to support this standard and improve the customer charging experience. Uh, one of the key issues consumers are facing today when using closely coupled charging such as Qi or PMA is alignment. If the consumers don't have the receivers and, TA and transmitters uh, properly aligned when charging their devices, they make up uh, they, wake, they wake up in the morning and uh, basically their phones are not charged and that's not going to be something that they like to see. So I expect uh, to, to see solutions in 2018 to address this issue, make the interface more robust and friendly. With regards to RF-based charging, um, we have seen solutions from Powercast, obviously Energis made some announcements, but these solutions are offered to, for very, very low power and are not ideal for phone charging that is uh, pushing that right now at 7.5 watts and higher. Like you said, both of these technologies can coexist for different applications and markets. I think the RF will cover the low power devices such as hearing aids, uh, wireless headphones, smart uh, watches, and the magnetic inductions, magnetic resonance charging, We'll address fast charging for phones, tablets, and we're going to push it beyond that to laptops and higher power applications such as uh, kitchen appliances. Mm -hmm. And you know, you mentioned you mentioned Qi and Powercast. Powercast uh, Power Spot solution actually works for just about everything but phones, and their their solution for phones actually um, relies on the the Qi wireless standard. Um, everything else is RF-based. And, and, and speaking of Qi, um, you know, could you describe the importance of making uh, wireless charging solutions compliant with both Qi and the P PMA standards? I, I know that recently um, big companies like Starbucks actually made um, their uh, wireless charging solutions compatible with both because, um, as you mentioned, um, Apple adopted the, the Qi standard. So what, what would you say the importance is of um, of accommodating both standards? Yeah, I think um, the importance is not as it was uh, when Samsung started their first uh, wireless charging enabled phone with Galaxy S6 that basically pushed both Qi and PMA into their phones. Uh, so today there are no standalone devices that are solely based on PMA. And Qi and PMA both support tightly coupled magnetic induction charging, but not having any device out there that are solely based on PMA, and Apple based their recent announcement on Qi only, I think the need to support PMA is diminishing. However, the solutions that we provide on the receiver side today are standard agnostic, programmable from frequency point of view, so we could support any loosely coupled or tightly coupled solutions in the magnetic inductions and magnetic reference uh, um, uh, resonance area, as well as solutions in, uh, in the airfield alliance. So uh, because of the fact that we don't see any device right now solely on PMA or solely on AFA, there is really no need to have multi-mode device or multi-mode charging capabilities. Mm -hmm. 
And you mentioned this before, but the, these prospective in-vehicle wireless charging solutions would rely on inductive charging techniques. Um, what are the pros and cons of, of inductive charging, and what sort of applications is that ideal for? Right. So um, in terms of um, pros and cons of magnetic inductions and uh, magnetic resonance, uh, in-vehicle charging right now using mostly uh, magnetic inductions. Uh, some of the disadvantages of using that uh, magnetic inductions in the cars is the fact that you don't have a lot of XY freedom and with the movement of the car that could uh, basically impact the charging. And uh, in order to accommodate that, uh, and also another um, issue would be safety and uh, foreign object detection. In order to accommodate that, there are going to be uh, new techniques that are being developed by companies like Apple and others to allow a multi-coil and uh, share mode capability so you can have better XY capability, as well as uh, you know, the solutions to support power loss measurement between RX and TX and uh, Q factor measurement along with hardware uh, addition of, of coil related to foreign object detection to differentiate between the friendly and unfriendly metal that could, be, could end up between the phone and the transmitter in, in cars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to sum it up, when, when would you expect um, on semis uh, collaboration with convenient power systems to produce the first wireless charging solutions on the market? Well, as a matter of fact, we have introduced our first um, uh, ASIC, um, which is NCB 6500 that we have announced during the CES show. And okay. um, we have started talking to some of the major automotive customers. The ASIC design is from OnSemi, and the firmware, magnetics, FOD design is coming from Convenient Power. So between the system knowledge that Convenient Power has and the, and the silicon SOC knowledge that ON has, we have put together a turnkey solution that is going to end up in a number of automotive customers by the end of 2018. So that product is out. We are already talking to a number of major customers. Oh, that, that sounds really exciting. Um, thanks for the great information, Majid, and for joining us today. On behalf of our esteemed guests and Power System Design, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>